hey, hey, happy Saturday. We made it to the weekend. That's right. We survived another week, a shortened week, but another week nonetheless of our dystopian nightmare. Congratulations, everybody. Welcome into another edition of the Sports Kiki Podcast. It is episode number 31. My name, of course, is Alex Reamer. You can find the show wherever you can find your favorite OutSports podcasts. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Listen, download, subscribe, leave a review if you feel so inclined. Um, it's a great weekend. It's a great weekend because the NFL is back, got going Thursday night, Chiefs and Texans, and, you know, as recently as two months ago, probably even a month and a half ago, I was pessimistic about the prospect of there being a football season, never mind a football season that starts on time. And I was pessimistic about there being a safe football season. I just thought there was no way they were gonna able gonna be able to get this done. No way they were gonna be able to keep everybody safe. But I think they'll be able to do it. I think they'll be able to do it. And I say that for a couple of reasons. First of all, the pro sports leagues that have restarted have all done well. I mean, obviously the leagues in the bubble from the NBA to the WNBA, the NHL, Major League Soccer, they've kept the coronavirus out entirely. But even look at Major League Baseball, which of course is not in the bubble. They had the COVID outbreak with the Marlins after the first weekend. They had another outbreak with the Cardinals shortly thereafter. But since then, I mean, there have just been some isolated incidents. And to our knowledge, Every player who's contracted COVID has recovered. Uh, I believe there was only one player during the last round of testing, a pitcher for the Oakland A's, who tested positive for the coronavirus. So after a bit of a rocky rocky start, admittedly, uh, it's gone well for Major League Baseball. It's gone well. They've done it. And I think that should give you some confidence that the NFL can do the same. Obviously, It's a much bigger operation, uh, tens of thousands of tests per week in the NFL. But even with all of the testing they're doing, the cases are small. During the last round of testing at the end of August, or the last reported round of testing, I should say, only 10 players and team personnel members tested positive for COVID. Just 10. And that's out of 50,000 plus tests. That is unbelievable. That is such a small positive test rate. So I have faith that the NFL will be able to do this. Um, I think there will be inevitable outbreaks. Roger Goodell even uh, alluded to that in his op-ed in the Washington Post this week. But they have a robust contact tracing program uh, where players are wearing devices that track their contacts in real time it seems very dystopian they're even wearing them on their jerseys but I think it's what has to be done if the NFL has a chance to get this off and I think they will do it I think they will and it's it's hard you know and I'm very mixed on how much to enjoy sports during all of this where there's just so much pain and so much suffering out there I mean it does feel childish in some senses to be watching a basketball game, for example, with everything that's going on. But in other senses, and on the other hand, it's it's not a bad release, and it's been fun. I've enjoyed watching the NBA playoffs, for example. Um, Though the Thursday night game stunk between the Chiefs and Texans, I liked seeing Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson on the field again at Arrowhead Stadium. I liked seeing it. So it's... I don't think we should feel guilty 
about trying to seek pleasure during these times. And I like watching the NFL. I'm a hypocrite because I rail against the NFL all the time, and rightfully so. But I like watching it. It's great entertainment. I think it's a good product. And I'm happy they're back giving us something more to watch this fall. So with that in mind, it is time for our big gay NFL preview. That's right. It's our first annual Big Gay NFL Preview here in the Sports Kiki Podcast. And I was thinking this week, hmm, who can I invite on for my Big Gay NFL Preview? I thought, ah, let's go to the man himself, Casey Edenfield. Uh, He was on our show months ago, pre-coronavirus. It was that long ago. I mean, seems like another world. But he was on, I think it was in February. Uh, Casey had a uh, successful porn career as Troy Ryan. Uh, Since then, he's moved on. He is now a salesman. He lives in Tennessee. Uh, But he is a great guy and a huge sports fan and a huge football fan in particular. So he comes on with me to talk football. We preview the season. That's right. No politics. No kneeling talk. (laughs) We preview the season. And by the way, uh, I think the Dolphins had a great video about how they're done with empty gestures. And as a result, they're staying in the locker room during the anthem. I'm sorry, anthems. Uh, which was a very powerful message and video. I encourage you watch that if you haven't. But Casey and I, we talk pigskin, and it's fun. That's on the other side. And we're back, and it is the, uh, it's a very exciting show today. It is our first big gay NFL preview. And uh, when I think big and gay, I think Casey Edenfield. Casey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm I'm Okay. I'm doing well. Um, I guess the first question is, um, you know, do you have your eye black on? Because I have mine on. I got to put on my eye black when I yeah. when I talk some pig skin. Yeah? Good. Do you ever wear yeah, any eye, eye black, black for a porn shoot? Do you ever, any, did you ever uh, wear I, eye black for a porn shoot? I think that'd be cute. No, so the, I only ever did one shoot that was uh, like, uh, it was a baseball theme. Um, didn't have any yes. eye black for it, but. It has, you know, the pants and the, the belt, the socks, and, and my glove that I actually used in high school. It's kind of nostalgic. Um, <laughs> did yeah, did you was... burn the glove out? Did you burn the glove afterwards, or do you still have it? <laughs> no, I still use it. I actually use it for my uh, softball league. Really? That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I always liked eye black. I always thought it was a good look. Um. So I'm going to ask you here. You're a Steelers fan. Uh, so when's Ben Roethlisberger going to go down with an injury? Is it going to be week three, week four, week seven? When does Big Ben go down this year? Uh, you know, I'm I'm in the full belief that he's going to play all year. Um, uh-huh. From everything that's coming out of training camp, from what I've, I've read and listened to and everything else, he's in the best shape that he's been in in the last five, six years. And, you know, he threw for over 5,000 yards a year before last year. I, if the arm would have held up – I think he'll be in there week one to week 17. That's that. I truly believe it. Or at least I'm hoping. Yeah. I haven't seen a picture of him. Is, does he still look like awful or has he lost weight? No, he's lost a, uh, he's lost a little bit of weight. He finally got rid of the, the Grizzly Adams beard. Uh, glad to see that go. Um, that was awful. That yeah. was a strange look. Yeah, that was, well, I think he, I read something where it was like he was going to keep it until uh, he could throw a football again. So once he was able to throw, he shaved it all off. Went, you know, full uh, Brett Kieselwood. <laughs> That's another guy with a huge beard as well. Um, 
I always liked Roethlisberger. I mean, he, as a player, uh, you know, off the field, not so sure. But uh, as a player, he's, like, tough as nails. But I don't know. I mean, does he have, like – how old is he now? 38, 39, a lot of injuries? I mean, yeah. what, what do you think out of the Steelers this year? Uh, you know, I think we're going we're gonna to go back to what what we did as a team. I, mean, I say we, my, my team. What yeah. they did from 05 to when Tomlin got there. It was pretty much all defense. Um, you know, Ben would make the plays when he needed to make the plays. Um, that defense is not, I'm not going to put it on still curtain level, but I think they will be the top defense in the NFL this year. Uh, that front seven is disgusting. Yeah. Devin Bush. I mean, you think about it, guy finished with over a hundred tackles last year in his rookie season. And he's like, I'm ready to take the next step. I want to be better. Um, I I'm excited. I think they're going to ride that, that defense. And I'm thinking 11, five, maybe 12 and four. That's what I'm hoping. Really? So do they do they yeah. uh, do they surpass Baltimore then? Uh, I think both teams make the playoffs, and I think it's going to come down to either week sixteen or seventeen to decide who's actually going to win the uh, the division. All right, well, give me a pick though. Come on, no fence sitting. Steelers or Ravens? Uh, I mean, I'm going to go with my team, but it's going to be hard. You know, they got the they've got the reigning MVP, so it's going to be the target is going to be on on their back in the division. It's theirs to lose. It definitely is, and, you know, I also look at the Ravens and, like, you know, two straight early playoff exits. I mean, last year, you do not play a good game against Tennessee. I mean, they have to be really, really, uh, really hungry this year, you, you would have to think. I mean, three in a row, early exits, that would – and Lamar Jackson, too. I mean, as great as he is, I think there are still questions about him in the postseason. Yeah, that's – you prove yourself – uh, when it matters, you know, he had a great regular season and, and won the MVP, but, um, you know, until you win a playoff game, uh, all of it's kind of a mute point, you know? What are you most looking forward to in the AFC? Let's stay here besides uh, Big Ben being upright for 17 weeks. Well, I'm going to keep it within the division. Um, I, I always like to, before the draft, call out who I think is going to have the best NFL career as a quarterback out of that draft. I've, I've hit the nail on the head a couple times yes. with Pat Mahomes. I was pretty proud of that one. Um, I think really? Joe Burrow. Yes, I think Joe Burrow is going to be the best oh. quarterback out of that draft. I think he was the best overall player in that draft. I could see the Bengals going eight and eight, nine and seven, and not be surprised. I think Joe Burrow is going to have a really big year. Well, first of all, if you knew about Pat Mahomes, you're better than the Bears, so that's number one. Maybe they should hire you yeah. as their GM. <laughs> and. Uh, and really, I mean, the Bengals, so, I mean, they were, what was the record? They were the worst team in football last year, obviously. Uh, I love Burrow, too, but, I mean, I don't know. Who do they, you know, I mean, Mixon's, got, I mean, I guess A.J. Green, if he's healthy, they can they could put up a lot of points, I think, but uh, that is that is still a rough defense, and it's also, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, uh, that's that's going to be the biggest question is defense, but I do think that they have enough weapons on offense to to score some points. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna have a really good offense this year. It's just gonna be can they stop anybody else? You know, it's funny the AFC North. Like uh, you grow up and it's it's you have the steel curtain and the Ravens are this defensive team with Ray Lewis and Ed Reed and all the rest. And it's cold weather and you think of AFC North as real tough football. But you look at the last couple years and this year, right? I mean, the Ravens have the MVP as their quarterback. The Bengals we mentioned. I mean, the Browns, OBJ, Baker Mayfield. You know, they have a lot of talent on offense. The Steelers have put up crazy points the last few years. It's funny how that division has kind of shifted. It has, yeah, and I, I enjoy seeing it. It's a fun, it's a fun brand of football. But it's funny when all of those when they all play each other, 
it's whoever whoever has a better defensive game who usually wins. That is true. That is true. And I guess the I guess the NFL has changed in general as well, along with the AFC North. Um, so Patriots, you're you're not a Patriots guy. Are you like are you salivating at the prospect of their downfall this year? Or uh yeah, or does Cam does Cam uh, lead them back to the playoffs? What do you think? So I think this this is gonna be the first year that, you know, since Tom Brady's first couple years in the league, nobody knows they they nobody knows what the, the Patriots are gonna do on offense. It's kind of exciting. I think you're going to see some some funky formations, and Bill Belichick's going to uh, cook up some ideas that we haven't seen before to to really utilize Cam. I think first half of the season they're going to be tough to beat because nobody knows what they're going to be able to do on offense. Mm-hmm. But uh, once it starts to figure out, uh, you know, I could I could still see them going to the playoffs. I don't know if they win the division; it's going to be real tight with them and the Bills. But you know, I, I'm not counting the Patriots out yet. I said about the Bills, you know, if you ignore the quarterback, they have a Super Bowl caliber roster. Just it's too bad you can't ignore the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Most right? important I mean, position on the field. I know, man. I know. Did you play football growing up at all? No, I did not. I was a uh, baseball and basketball, baseball guy. I was always too small for football. Well, how tall are you? I'm only 5'8", so. 5'8"? <laughs> I am too. It's not too. I'm a flag football champion at 5'8". Yeah, <laughs> I'm a shut down corner. I, I, you know, they always line, you know, class photos in like fourth, fifth, sixth grade. They line you up by shortest to, to tallest, yeah. and I was always on the front row. I was always the shortest. I know. I was too. I wonder if that's allowed now in this PC world. If you can differentiate kids by height like that, yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but um, I, 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 yeah, I. The thing about the Patriots, though, is like they literally have no receivers. You have Edelman, who's still there, but he's 34 and, you know, plays. I don't know how he's still standing upright after all these years. And you really have no one else. Nikhil Harry was the is number two, but he was hurt most of last year. Who knows about him? Uh, and then you have like yeah. Demir Bird, someone named Gunnar Olszewski, Jacoby Myers. I mean, this is a terrible. This is even a worse receiving group than they had last year with Brady. Yeah. So but I'm kind of down on the Patriots. That's kind of always been their mo, though. That you know, they 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 just plug in guys and surprise you. you know? and I I wouldn't be surprised to see them back in the playoffs. And I think Cam Newton's going to have a big year, and I also think Sony Michelle's going to have a big year too. I think we're you're going to see him get used a lot more in that offense. People forget about Sony Michelle. The Super Bowl run a couple years ago, he was actually their most valuable offensive player. It wasn't. As, I mean, Brady had the great drive in the AFC Championship game against Kansas City. He had the game-winning drive in the Super Bowl. But guess who scored that touchdown? You know, it was Sony Michelle. Uh, you know, yeah. they really rode him at the end of that season and he was, he was bad last year. And I think that was a big reason why, uh, their offense struggled so much. They really had no running game at all. So that's interesting. You say that, um, I think Belichick also oh, likes, sorry. yeah, I, I think Belichick also likes the, the challenge of doing it without Brady. I think he finally feels freed without Brady. He's been a little less, you know, grumbly with the media so far. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It should be. It, it, I, I think Belichick, in a, in a way, kind of embraces this challenge. I, I do agree there. Um, it, it's weird because I'm seeing him do, you know, more commercials, like the Subway commercial. And then, yeah. you know, we were watching the, the I, I believe it was the, was it Monday night? Or it might have been, there was a college game I was watching the other night. Um, and he got on there on a call. And I'm like, this is stuff Bill Belichick has never done before. Is he okay? <laughs> no. Right. Exactly. I mean, the quarantine's getting to all of us, I guess. Um, so the chiefs look great. I mean, just imagine how good they would look if Andy Reid could actually see the field. That would, 
that'd really be that'd really be something. What did you think of last night? Um, you know, it the the scoreboard doesn't really dictate. I think that was pretty one sided game all the way through and through. Usual names made the big plays. You know, Travis Kelsey was there. Uh, Tyreek Hill had a touchdown catch. Um, I was really really impressed with the rookie back out of LSU though. That, that over a hundred yards rushing. I, Adding a running game next to Pat Mahomes is only going to make them better, um, and it's it's kind of scary. It is, uh, and, and you're talking about Clyde Edwards Hilaire, right? Is that my pronounce that correctly? Correct. Yeah. C E H. We'll just call him C E H. Yeah, he was super fast. The Chiefs have such a fast and great offense, and Mahomes is just so so sick, so sick, it's just so fun oh, yeah. to watch. Um, and he wasn't even great last night. I mean, he was he was fine, but the Chiefs still. Uh, one-handedly, and uh, I think Mahomes is a stud too, physically and just on the field. He's he's his great. demeanor and the, the the arm angles that he throws from, and you know, I I don't I don't remember seeing so many called rollouts, so many called play action rollouts because they know whether he's moving to his left or his right, it doesn't matter. He's going to be able to get the throw off. So when you get everything moving laterally like that against zone defense, it's you can't do anything against it. Right, and the Chiefs are right in their Super Bowl window. They obviously signed Mahomes to such a big deal, but, I mean, the salary cap ramifications are pretty low the next couple years, uh, so they were able to also re-sign Chris Jones. And when you talk about that championship window, that cliche, I mean, the Chiefs are really kind of right in the middle of it now, and uh, they're, they're still my Super Bowl pick out of the AFC, as rare as it is to go to two in a row. How about you? Oh, yeah, uh, I have to agree. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're going to have a target on their back, obviously being, you know, Running Super Bowl champs are going to get every team's best, but I just you can't keep up with them. No, you can't. The Texans, you know, couldn't. Deshaun Watson, I don't know why he signed that huge extension. I mean, I know it's hard to turn down, you know, 150 plus million dollars, whatever it was, with like 111 guaranteed. But I mean, you're wedding yourself to Bill O'Brien, who I mean, you know, David Johnson had a nice touchdown, but I think they could have used DeAndre Hopkins uh, on the field. Yeah, last Definitely. night. That's for sure. You don't nothing to take away from Will Fuller because he's he's a blazer. He's got amazing speed, but he's not a number one receiver in the NFL. He's just not. He's a good complimentary receiver. So uh, they're definitely. I, I still don't get that trade. You know, you got David Johnson and a couple picks and a bag of potato chips, and you lost. You know, a top five receiver in the NFL. All right. Bill O'Brien's motto, I guess. He doesn't like to. He doesn't like to pay, unless you're a quarterback. Mm. I yeah, know. I, I guess. Understand. No, I mean, it, yeah, it's uh, well, Hopkins wanted more money, and I get it. You know, if maybe you didn't want to pay DeAndre Hopkins and you wanted to trade him, okay, but it doesn't excuse not getting a first round pick back. I mean, Steph Diggs went for a first rounder. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, you said, is a top three receiver in the game. I mean, he's so great, and you, you don't get a first round pick for him. That's just that's inexcusable. I think. Yeah, no, it was it definitely was a egg on the face moment I think for the Texans and you never know what David Johnson you're going to get too. You could get 2016 borderline MVP David Johnson, or you're going to get the shoulder injury heavy David Johnson. It's just it's kind of a toss up. You don't know. No, you don't know. Uh, Brady in Tampa Bay. Um, a is he weirder than ever? I say yes. And B is he leading the Bucks to where this year? Uh, you know I'm a big Bruce Arians guy. As a Steelers you fan, um, okay, yeah, and you know, 08, he was our offensive coordinator uh, when we when we beat Arizona 
epic Super Bowl. Um, right. So I've always been high on Bruce Arians. I think he's a great coach. Um, and offensively, they're they're just, they're going to be stupid. I mean, the numbers that they're going to be able to put up, um, and they keep going out and grabbing guys. You know, bringing in uh, bringing in Fournette, solid move. Um, I'm I'm excited to see what they do. I say they make it to at least a divisional round, and then it's kind of a toss up from there. Whoever plays the best game in the playoffs. Yeah, I I think they'll be much better. Obviously, uh, I mean Brady. The thing with him is, I mean, he is forty three, and at one point you figure, I mean, when when does he get hurt? I mean, I know it's, but it's it's been amazing so far. They'll be super fun to watch. Um, though I I still think the Saints are a better team. I mean, you talk about how the Ravens have failed in the playoffs. The Saints have had three straight heartbreakers. Breeze has been so great. Uh, you know, the last three years and uh, they talk about a sick roster and like, they, this is it for them. I mean, they've put up, put off the cap considerations for so long. They really only have another year or two. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I think the saints are just on a mission this year. Yeah. I, I believe their window is closing. Um, you know, yeah. and we're starting to see it with the grumblings of Camara wanting an extension and not showing up to, to camp for a couple of days and stuff like that. It's, it's going to start hitting them. Um, but while Drew Brees is there, you got a shot. I still think they're the team in the NFC South to beat. How would the team in the NFC? There are so many good ones. Uh, you know, I just – I love Russell Wilson and I love the Seahawks. And, and no matter what roster they seem to have around them, they always seem to just be right there at the top of the NFC. But I still am going to go with the 49ers. Um, I still think – Really? That, you know – you talk about a team that's going to be on a mission this year, um, you know, blowing a Super Bowl lead like that. They're young. Um, they've that that front, I guess, front four, front seven, really, is just one of the best in football, if not the best in football. Um, I think that's going to be my pick for the best team right now. But you know that no team that's lost a Super Bowl has returned to the Super Bowl the following year since, uh, you know, the Patriots. Uh, well, the Patriots were the first since the uh, since the Bills of the early 90s. So, yeah. I, I think they're going to be on a mission this year. Uh, and, you know, they've been fairly quiet. You haven't really heard a lot about San Francisco, um, which I think is kind of how they like it. Uh, you know, I think they want to be overlooked again, kind of like they were the last two years. Yeah, and I, I like Garoppolo a lot, too. I, I think he kind of got a raw deal last year. He played some really big games. Um, it wasn't all just the running game and the defense, either. Um, and, you know, he's Belichick's guy. If Belichick had his way, he would be the Patriots quarterback right now. There's no doubt about oh, yeah. it. Maybe Brady would be in San Fran. Who knows? Um, yeah. I, yeah, But Seattle is just uh, – I, I love the Seahawks. I just wonder, you know, when's Pete Carroll going to allow Russell Wilson to throw the ball more? I mean, that's what I wonder. Yeah, uh, that's uh... – you got to put the hands. You got to put the football in your best player's hands, and without a doubt, on that roster, the best player is Russell Wilson. Um, right. You, you got to let him, and especially with the money that they're paying him, <laughs> get the most use out of him as you can. I agree there. What kind of year does Dak have in Dallas? What kind of year do the Cowboys have in general? Let's go. So the Cowboys are a sensitive subject to me, just because that's my, my my roommate's team, and I like to okay like. I like to talk a lot of smack on him just because it's fun to get in his head. Um, and it's fun to talk smack about the Cowboys because, I mean, they've sucked for 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it, this year is their year, you know, just like last year was, just like next year will be. Uh, but I, I think it's going to be same old story. You know, I I could 
see them possibly making it to the playoffs because they've made some moves on defense and added some guys that I think are going to help. But, uh, you know, I, I'm excited to see C.D. Lamb. That's who I'm excited to see for the Cowboys. I think C.D. Lamb was – him and Ruggs are going to be interesting. I don't know which one I think would be the better NFL receiver, but I think C.D. Lamb is going to be a really big name in this game for a long time to come. Yeah, so so fast, that's for sure. And Zeke, and yeah, yeah. I mean, the Cowboys, I think, are going to win that division probably. Um, you know, Dak just has to man up. You can listen to Skip Bayless. You know, he just needs to stop being so yeah. anxious. <laughs> what, what a dick. And the worst part is what Bayless is. He, he doesn't even believe what he's saying. That, that's like what I find the most offensive part of that. Um, oh, no, he just, he's got to say whatever, whatever sells, you know? And so uh, I'm hot on this train. You know, I was on overnight radio this week, Casey, and one of my big takes was, that uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, the decline has been apparent for some time, but this year it will be in your face. Uh, the Packers, I think, were kind of a fluky team last year and didn't add anybody on offense. Um, yeah, I'm down on Green Bay and I'm down on Aaron Rodgers. So what's what's your read on that? And there's a lot of people that are really high on Green Bay this year because, I mean, they even quietly, they just they kept on winning last year and, uh, you know, we're a couple plays away. Um, I... I don't want to say I'm totally down on them, um, but I don't want to. I don't say they win the division. Um, I think you're going to see Minnesota come away with that division this year. Um, I could see Green Bay maybe sneaking in as a wild card, um, but you're definitely going to see a little bit of decline. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers is on the downslope. I don't know if he'll be able to sustain what he, you know, what he did five, six years ago for sure. But even just the last couple of years, um, I still think they're going to win some games, though. Uh, you you can't ever count them out. So then your so your pick would be what a 49ers Chiefs rematch in the Super Bowl? Um uh, I don't know didn't if I go K- that route. Didn't you pick Kansas City in the AFC or did I did I forget already? Yeah, that's that's my Super Bowl pick. But um I don't know if the 49ers are my Super Bowl pick. I think they're oh. for probably the best team in the NFC. Um but I could see I could see the Seahawks making it back. So, so you're going to Seahawks. I'm going to try to nail you down here. We're going to go Seahawks. Gonna go Chiefs and Seahawks. Okay. I'm going to, yeah, I have Chiefs Saints with the Saints winning. So that's my pick. We'll have to, we'll have to bet. Who do you have winning? We got the Chiefs winning that one, too. All right. All right. They, so the, dynasty, the dynasty gets going. Give me the uh, Casey uh, Sunday football routine. Casey Sunday football routine. Oh, well, yeah, as long as me. I'm not at work. Um, right. Typically, I'll wake up. Um, I like watching some of the pregame stuff. Uh, typically, I'll go to CBS just because Bill Cowher and as the Steelers connection um, and watch their stuff. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big red zone guy when my team's not on. I love uh, it. I like watching all of the crucial moments of a game. That's why. That's kind of why I like red zone. Um, yeah, it's the best. And it flips back and forth. But if the Steelers are on, I'm watching the Steelers in the story at every snap. Um, beer in my hand. I'm happy. Okay, yeah, you're a big beer drinker. We've covered that before. And 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 how does a kid though again from the south become a Steelers fan again? Remind me of that. So my dad um grew up in the '70s during the Steel Curtain era, um, and that that was always his team. And so every Sunday I would wake up. That's who'd be on TV, and he got into it. He would he'd bring out his terrible towel every game, sitting there on the couch waving it. So it just became ingrained in my mind. Like, that's that's my team. That's my squad. All right, Casey. Thanks, man. Thanks for taking the time. And uh, let's uh, 
We'll see. I bet you Roethlisberger goes down week six this year, so we'll have to have some sort of bet going. Week six. Now, here's, oh. a, here's a question for you, then. If he goes down, who do you think is going to get inserted to the situation? Do you think we're going to see Mason Rudolph again, or do they bring in the Tennessee legend Astro Dobbs back in Pittsburgh? Thank goodness. I'd be excited to see Josh Dobbs play if Ben goes down. They would go Josh Dobbs, I think, because Rudolph, I mean, what's the ceiling there? Go with the higher ceiling. I'm just, I'm just sad that that, uh, that that Ducks. Who was the Duck guy last year that replaced Ben? Too bad he's not back. Yeah, Doug Dodd, uh, Duck Hodges is who they released whenever they uh, brought Dobbs yes. back. Yeah. So I would, I would, yeah, I would say Josh Dobbs. Give the kid a chance. That's what I would say. I but I'll, uh, I'll have to have you back to gloat when that happens. Uh, yeah. <laughs> see you, Casey. We'll talk to you later. Good to see. Uh, good to talk to you. Have a good one. All right, so thanks to uh, Casey for coming on the show. Always fun to catch up with him and, again, talk some football. Uh, thanks to all of you out there for listening. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Uh, try to take some time for yourself, of course, in these times. Always important. And I will talk to you next week. So long.